Welcome to Curtain Call, where we count down the top 10 things that happened in musical theater this month. Number one, checkmate. On March 8th, it was announced that The Queen's Gambit, the Netflix limited series, will be getting a Broadway show. Since this announcement came out just months after the show was released on Netflix, it's clear how popular the show became. Number two. On March 9th, the first production of Waitress in Japan opened. You know, it's really funny how other countries can see Broadway shows, but <laughs> here we are. Number three. On March 12th, thespians all over New York gathered in Times Square to sing and dance to Broadway tunes, but they were all masked, of course. Number four. On March 14th, Jagged Little Pill won a Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album, and this is the same show that won Best Musical for the Tony Awards. Number five. Also on March 14th, they released two In the Heights trailers. Just breathe. You can see them on our Instagram. Number sixth. On March 17th, five years ago, the show She Loves Me returned to Broadway. Congratulations to the entire cast and crew of that awesome show. Number seven. Sadly, on March 25th, the Anything Goes star Jessica Walter passed away. She starred in Showboat, Connecticut Yankee, and Rumors on Broadway. Number eight. Hello, mate. The first production of Hamilton opened in Australia on March 26th. But can you guys just imagine, like, hello, mate, are you Aaron Burr, sir? Number nine. Well, on March 28th, the new show Diana, all about the life of Princess Diana, had an opening date set for October 2021. Can't wait to see that show. Number 10. On March 31st, Playbill posted on their Instagram saying they would be doing a spinoff from the popular show, The Masked Singer. This show is going to be a fundraiser for the company Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Now it's time for our Word of the Day segment. Now time for the Word of the Day segment. Today's Word of the Day is Tech Week. Tech Week is the week of your show when you're running the costumes, light, and hopefully mics. This is the most stressful week of any theater kid's life, and it lives up to its nickname. H-E-Double Hockey Sticks Week. This has been Word of the Day. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Hi, everyone. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of All Things Showstopper. That's right. Today, we're talking about the difference between film acting and theater acting. And today, we have a special guest. Please, everyone, welcome Natalie Grace. Natalie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Natalie. I'm 15 years old. I've been doing theater since I was four years old. And I got into the film industry in about 2018. Awesome, Natalie. That's great. Can you tell us some of your favorite projects you've worked on, film and theater? Okay, so my favorite theater production I ever did would probably have to be Willy Wonka. I did that when I was, I think, 11 years old, and it was super fun. I got to play Veruca Salt. And I was just in a film called They Got Out, which you can watch. Love that. Awesome. I love Willy Wonka as well. That's one of my favorite shows. I love Christian Borel. Let's talk about, let's start with auditions. So what are some of the similarities and differences in theater auditions and film auditions? Let's start with theater. Okay, so theater, hmm, you're obviously normally on a stage and you're singing a song and doing different sides, and when you're in a live callback, that can be the same too, but... 
I think there's differences between, like, you're not on film when you're doing it in theater. Right. I know before COVID, because right now everything's basically self-tapes, but before COVID, I know that film auditions, you already would be sending in a self-tape that you would record either at home or at another studio. Um, But with theater, you would go in person and you would stand on a stage and have a piano and everything. What about, um, like, preparation for the auditions? Which one's harder? I really don't know. I think theater would be harder for me just because... If you're auditioning for a musical, obviously you have to have a monologue or side set they give you and then a 32-bar cut of a song. And I always get more nervous performing in front of people in real life than recording it. When you're in a musical theater audition, usually that's like you get your one shot and you can ask to start over, but like that's kind of it. But when you're doing a film audition, you know, you can have as many takes as you want. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, now we've talked about auditions. Let's talk about training. So, like, aside from booking jobs, I know we both take acting classes, and that's for film acting, and we both take theater. So let's talk about the similarities and differences with them. Okay, so for theater, I feel like for training, really, all I ever did was drama club. I'm not in a drama club right now at my school, but um, I did that for years and years because... In the film world, there's um, cold reading and scene studying and all these different types of acting classes that you can take. But for theater, it's really just improv or an actual theater class. Would you say that you think film acting is a little more involved, a little more challenging than theater acting? I think so. I think they're different um, and they have harder aspects in different ways. Yes, I would add on to that, and I would say, with film, every time you get an audition, it's a new thing. You're learning brand new sides that you've never seen before, and they may even ask you to do a monologue, but with theater, you can do the same thing for every audition, sing the same song in the same monologue every time. Talk about the acting in general, the differences in how you would portray characters on film and on stage. Okay, so for theater... I always think that you have to project more, obviously, because you're on a stage, but your facial expressions and your overall acting just has to be a level up, because if you're in front of a camera, you need to be natural and you need to be believable, but if it's a musical, then it's a little bit more over the top and dramatic. Yes, when you're on a stage, you have to show your emotions to everybody, including the person in the very back row. But when you're on film, you're talking to a camera that's maybe a foot away from you. It's more important to show your emotions on a stage, and when you're on camera, it's more important to feel your emotions. Would you agree? Oh yes, you have to be thinking in the character while you're on camera, and in theater, you really just need to show it in your face more. Agreed. Okay, now let's talk about the production. So, film sets versus theater. Okay, so film sets to me are just a little bit more overwhelming because you have the sound crew and the tech and the boom and the camera and the director. Um, For theater, it's really just the director and then there's probably people backstage and a backstage manager. But there's really not that many people in theater as there is in um, film. Right, and I would also say that for theater, you get rehearsal for like three months with the entire cast. But, like, for film, you get, like, the day you're filming it, and you have to do all your work on your own, right? Oh, yeah, especially if you're um, only going to be in one episode, you really don't get that much time with the other actors. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for joining us today. Go ahead and plug all your social media so everybody can go follow you. Thank you so much for having me. You can find me on Instagram at, at natty underscore grace underscore. Awesome. Thank you so much, Natalie. We really appreciate you being on the show. We'll see you later.